Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. The second half starts tonight. It's Phillies Padres for four games. We'll talk about that. But the biggest news of the day, Johan Rojas, the Phillies number six overall prospect, has been called up. And at the end of the show, I got a little off the pole question for you. It's a lot going on as the second half gets going on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies. Your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is indeed Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host, credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member. You've heard me on the radio, television here in the Philadelphia market, constantly talking about baseball and the Philadelphia Phillies and all our Philly teams. And of course, you know me as the host of Locked On Phillies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure you're rating, reviewing if you're listening to the podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you haven't checked out YouTube at all, you should. It's the best way to consume Locked On Phillies. The subscription costs you nothing. Free to subscribe, easy to subscribe. You get all the uh, notifications when new episodes get posted. So go ahead and check that out and uh, get that done. It really helps me out and helps us out here at Locked On Phillies and the Locked On Network in general. So thank you so much for checking us out today. Let's go ahead and get into it because a lot to cover today when it comes to what's going on with the Philadelphia Phillies. Some news that broke this morning. And I want to go ahead and start with this and uh, get into it a little bit. Johan Rojas is getting the call up to the show. The Philadelphia Phillies are indeed calling up Johan Rojas. It sounds like Christian Pache has some sort of minor injury. That's not good news because Pache missed some time earlier with a knee injury and he's hitting 347 or 374 or something like that. Some incredible number. He's been good offensively. He's been good defensively. I mean, Pache has been one of the surprises of the season, but the issue is he hasn't really been healthy and the team could really use him healthy. So I'll let you know when I know what the Christian Pache news is. I'm not sure exactly what the injury is or how serious. Uh, it sounds like from what was being tweeted out there, it's minor, but I'll keep you updated on Pache. But Pache being injured means the Phillies have an opening in the outfield. And Johan Rojas is a very good outfield prospect. He's the number six prospect in the Philadelphia Phillies system. And let me tell you a little bit about his numbers. So first off, he's 22 years old. So he's about that age where guys start getting their call up to the show. So uh, happy for him, first and foremost, to get this opportunity to play with a winning baseball team and to make his major league debut and everything like that. That's great. What he's doing this year, he's batting 306. He has nine home runs, 45 RBIs, 30 stolen bases, 20 doubles, five triples, and 845 OPS. I mean, this guy has really done it all down in the minors. He's making a big jump, though, uh, coming up from down in double A. And here's what you have to expect from Johan Roas, right? He's an average hitter, meaning he hits for average, not average. But, I mean, I guess he will be an average major league hitter, maybe even a little bit below average, right? He's a guy that there are questions about his bat. I know you you hear the nine home runs, right? And you think, okay, maybe he can hit a couple out of the yard at the major league level. Maybe, but he's not a power guy. He's a speedy defensive outfielder. He had a play that went viral earlier this year, or like semi-viral. A lot of people in the Philadelphia Phillies Twitter sphere were – retweeting it where he made a great play, robbing a home run, incredible play. Uh, I mean, he's a really good defensive player. He's speedy. He's going to steal a bunch of bags, uh, a wiry guy. 
Um, I hesitate to say Ben Revere because Ben Revere could never hit the ball out of the ballpark. I think Rojas has more pop than that, and Revere was a more polished hitter for average. But think about, I don't know, maybe similar to a Christian Pache type guy, a guy that you know what you're getting defensively. You're getting a speedy player that can swipe bags, and the hitting, you hope it'll come. Now, Kevin Long worked magic with some guys this offseason and throughout this season already, so It'll be big on Kevin Long to try and make sure the kid's ready for the show. And this could be a short stay. As soon as Pache is ready, I expect him to be back up. And Rojas will probably be sent back down. But this is one of the guys that Phillies uh, beat writers and people who follow the team religiously, they've been talking about for a couple years now as a prospect that's been interesting in the minor league system. So glad that we finally get to see him at the major league level. I don't know how much playing time he'll get. We know how stacked the outfield is with Schorber and Castellanos and Marsh. I, I mean, it'll be hard for him to get a starting spot over those guys. Castellanos an all-star, Schorber 22 home runs, Marsh uh, just a more polished player at this point. But there are certain tools that Roas has in his bag that could be certainly useful for the Philadelphia Phillies. A defensive replacement in the outfield, why not? A pinch runner in big spots, for sure. Guys, speedy as anything. And if you want to put Schorber at DH and give Bryce Harper a day at any point, Rojas could go out there and play left field and do a solid job of that. Uh, I don't know how much he really, really brings to the roster right now. Like, this is not one of the best prospects in baseball, but he's a guy with discernible tools that could be valuable at the major league level in short spurts right now, and maybe this opportunity will help him progress. So it's a very interesting call-up by the Philadelphia Phillies. You can see him later this year when the September call-ups happen. Uh, and he was one of those prospects that I talked about at the start of the year for guys to keep an eye on. He's not in the Andrew Painter, Griff McGarry, or Mick Abel type of line. And I know those guys are all pitchers, but I'm saying those are all guys you expect to come up here and be solid major league players when they get here. Uh, Rojas is more of a, he's more of a project. And that's something that tells you the Phillies are in need of someone to just fill a spot. But I don't want to undersell Rojas too much like that. Like he doesn't deserve to be up here. The guy could be a major league player one day. He's going to get a chance to show that for the first time tonight. If he does indeed get an opportunity, I'd be surprised if he started or anything, but he'll be on the bench and maybe in this series against the Padres with the double header on Saturday, he'll be able to give an opportunity for rest for one of those guys in the outfield. Uh, I really don't know how the team plans to employ Johan Rojas. What I know is he's been a guy that's been talked about in the minor league system for a while now. And he finally gets his moment to shine and show off his athleticism. The guy is a true athlete, right? For so many people who say that baseball doesn't have athletic players or that the baseball player doesn't have to be athletic, Rojas is the opposite. The guy's speedy. He's bouncy. I mean, he tracks the ball well. He plays an incredible outfield. You're just going to notice his athletic ability when he gets a chance on the field. The thing with baseball is it's a two-part game. And there's as good of a chance that he hits – 100 as he does hit in like the 250s or higher so uh, give and take with Rojas is you're getting a solid defender with probably a below average bat to start maybe he'll be hot to come up because no one has a book on him but I'm very interested it's an intriguing move by the Philadelphia Phillies and one that hey maybe pays dividends for him worst case he's not going to be a liability out there in the outfield and this lineup should be strong enough that Johan Rojas should not be counted on for huge at-bats for this team, as long as some other guys step up. So, hey, I like it. I like what the Phillies are doing, taking the young guys and bringing them up. And it makes me feel more comfortable that they're going to promote some other guys soon, uh, maybe Andrew Painter when he's ready, if he's not <laughs> done for the year. 
Uh, maybe we'll see McAble at some point, who is great in the Futures game over All-Star break. I don't know, but the first of those guys is Johan Rojas, much deserved. Excited to see him tonight. He's with the team tonight against San Diego. And, uh, yeah, interesting hours were reported, too, because there were, like, rumors about this. So I guess there was a feeling during the All-Star break they knew they were going to do that, but teams normally wait until they come back and get ready for the next game to make those corresponding moves and everything. So, yes, Johan Rojas up to the Phillies. And he gets an opportunity to uh, – it's one of my favorite things in sports. See guys make their major league debut. I hope we get a video out at some point of him getting told he's going to the show. I always – those is always – they elicit an emotional reaction from people, myself included. So very happy for Rojas. Very excited to see what he can do. His first game is going to be tonight, 6.05 p.m., Phillies Padres. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the Sirius XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull everything up there that has to do with the Philadelphia Phillies broadcast of their game against the Padres. Check out our friends over at SiriusXM, uh, and it's a great way to consume the game. Speaking of that game, we're going to talk about it coming up, give a little bit of a preview of tonight's action and the series in general and what we're looking for. I talked about it in a crossover episode, episode yesterday uh, with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres. You can check that out on my YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, I should say, here at Locked On Phillies. And go ahead and give that a listen when you're done with today's episode if you want to hear a full breakdown. But coming up, we'll give you a little bit of the lighter version. Just an overview of what Phillies Padres has in store for you and what's at stake for these two teams that are trying to make a playoff push in the second half. We'll discuss as we continue Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about how to build a championship team, right? For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories and everything like that, just head over to eBay Motors. You got eBay Guaranteed Fit. What that means is you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. That's important. I mean, when you're ordering stuff online, think about it. I can't get a T-shirt that fits me the right way. It's got to be super hard to order auto parts online, right? No, not with eBay Motors. You find the guaranteed fit. You just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check, and that way you know the part is going to fit or your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors, and you got over 122 million parts to choose from. So many options out there. Versatility, diversity, that's key to make sure they cover everything you could possibly need for your car. So just like that, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed, right? Get the right parts, the right fit, and also important, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay Motors, let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. All right, let's talk Phil's Padres, the first series of the second half. Again, 6.05 p.m. first pitch, a little earlier than what we're used to. If you're still at work at that point, well, you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the Sirius XM app. Just go to the XXM SXM app. It's always a tongue twister for me. SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that up. Phil's Padres, and it's an interesting game. Christopher Sanchez is getting the start for the Philadelphia Phillies. Rob Thompson seems to have wanted to load up the doubleheader that's coming tomorrow, Saturday, with his best arms. So he's going Christopher Sanchez in a, uh, well, I guess he's kind of the fifth starter in the rotation at this point. He's earned it. Uh, he will make the start. 
His record so far this year, he's 0-2, which is strange considering he's got a 2.84 ERA and a 1.03 whip and 25 in a third innings pitch. He's been outstanding lately. He's going to face off against Yu Darvish, who is 5-6 for the Padres, a 4.87 ERA and a 1.27 whip. It has not been a great year for Yu Darvish. And it has not been a great year for the Padres. We know what the Phillies did against you, Darvish, in the NLCS last year. We got an NLCS rematch. This is the first time the Padres will step foot in Philadelphia since Bedlam at the Bank. Bryce Harper's big home run to send the Philadelphia Phillies to the World Series. So this will be a great moment for Phillies fans to reminisce on what happened last year. And you're not seeing the same Padres team as you saw came in here last October. Here are the leaders in the clubhouse for the San Diego Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. is leading the team with 16 home runs. Schwarber's already got 22. Advantage Phillies there. Tatis is also leading the team in average, 288. He's been good this year. Nick Castellanos, a 301 average. And then as far as RBIs are concerned, Alec Bohm is leading the Phillies with 57. Manny Machado, who leads the Padres, only has 49. One of the biggest problems with the Padres so far this year has been hits with runners in scoring position. And because of that, the RBI numbers are low for the Padres. I mean, the Padres are 43 and 47. They are a more talented team than their roster would suggest, but the Phillies normally play them well, and the Phillies are 48 and 41. They've been hot recently. Hopefully the All-Star break didn't cool them off, but it's an opportunity now to get back on the saddle and try and keep that heat check streak alive. It's home games, and the road winning streak ended in Miami against the Marlins by losing the final two games of that series. But let's hope... Because you remember last year, I brought this up a couple times already on the podcast, but last year coming out of the All-Star break, the Phillies went to Chicago and they got swept out by the Cubs, who were not good last year. And that's not something that's acceptable this time around. You can't have a four-game sweep at home to the Padres. And frankly, if you lose three of four to a team that's struggling right now, I'd be upset as well. Two of two, I'd be fine with. If you split with the Padres, especially considering there's a, a doubleheader on the docket and those are tough to sweep. Uh, you're looking at a situation where two of two, I wouldn't be mad at, but three of four is probably a fine expectation to have. Expectation, goal, however you want to word it, right? This series has all your guys fresh, a long rest. Everyone's good to go. We, we find out today with the Yon Roas move, the Christian Pache is probably not available and going to the injured list with something. So uh, that's a little bit annoying, but he's not a starter. He'd be a nice bench piece to have, but you have all your guys pretty much ready to go. Jose Alvarado, by the way, also on the 15-day injured list right now. He hasn't come back yet, so the bullpen is a little hampered. And that's why it's going to be super important in this series to have long, good starts from your starting pitching, doing what they've been doing over the last month and a half, because Alvarado's a big piece of the bullpen to be missing. Kimbrell threw in the All-Star game. Now he'll be rested, but he won't be as rested as most relievers in baseball will be. So, yeah, starters, super important to get something good from them. And honestly, outside of that, everyone else should be good to go. The guys that need to step up, I talked about it two days ago in my last solo episode about the five most important Phillies in the second half. And the guys I'm focusing on in this series, Trey Turner, hot start to the second half, need it. JT Romito, got to get out of the slump he's been in lately. He had a really hot stretch at the start of July or start of June when they – uh, he had that great series against the Diamondbacks and continued that in early June, and then he cooled off since then. Love to see him get rolling again. And Kyle Schwarber needs to find a way to create more if he's going to be batting leadoff for this team. And I firmly believe he's going to continue to bat leadoff for them. He's just got to find a way to start hitting closer to 200, over 200. Hey, maybe even like the 220s. Let's get nuts. 
I believe he's capable of it, but we'll see. Or at least hit a bunch of home runs and impact the game that way. And the one other guy is Bryce Harper. Now, Harper, I will firmly – I'm camped on this hill. You're not going to move me, and I will die on this hill if I have to. He's still a super valuable player to this team. He's been playing really good baseball. The batting average looks great. The clutch hitting is still there. But hitting the ball out of the ballpark is a huge asset that you think you're getting with Bryce Harper that you haven't gotten over the last month or so. He just really hasn't had the power stroke. Maybe a couple days off to rest the elbow will have gotten that done for him. It doesn't help that he was hit in one of the last games of the first half down in Miami in that surgically repaired elbow. So looking to see what he looks like, make sure he's healthy. I haven't heard anything to the contrary, but hey, it might be a little sore still. We'll keep an eye on Bryce Harper and see if he can figure out the power in the second half. But uh, those are the guys that I'm really looking for. Just to give you an idea of what the pitching matchups are the rest of the series, you've got the doubleheader on Saturday. First game of the doubleheader looks like it's going to be Taiwan Walker. The second game of the doubleheader it looks like Ranger Suarez right now. Undecided for the Padres in the second game of that doubleheader, so it could be Suarez versus a bullpen game. That would be ideal. And then you got Zach Wheeler rounding everything out. No Aaron Nola this series, which to some people is music to their ears right now, myself included, because he's not all that um, consistent right now. To put it kindly, Darren Nola, we're being nice coming back from the All-Star break. I don't need to be ripping anybody right now. We will if he doesn't perform. But for the time being, all right, the four guys going, Sanchez, Walker, Suarez, and Wheeler, go ahead and take care of business. Get three of four. Those are your four best arms right now. Go ahead and take care of everything you need to against San Diego. And it's a home series. The Phillies play the most home games of any team in baseball in the second half. And the strength of schedule, their combined opponent winning percentage, 500 even. It's not exactly easy, but you're not playing one of the harder schedules in baseball. It's the 12th easiest schedule in baseball the rest of the way. And it starts tonight, again, 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast from game one against the Padres on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you can pull everything else up there. So, yeah, expectation is two or requirement. You need two out of two or two out of four at least. You need the split at the very least. Anything less than a split is a failure. Three and one would be an exceptional way to start. And, hey, who knows? The Padres are struggling. They haven't really been able to figure it out. Maybe. They're just kind of at the point of the season. They've had some questions about the locker room and stuff. Maybe they're at the point of the season where they roll over. I don't think a team that talented will roll over, but you take four games from them and you're putting yourself way out in front of where the Padres would be standing wise. So all of that on the line in this series coming up against the Padres and a really good opportunity to get everything taken care of uh, as far as uh, that's concerned. So, there you have it. There's your preview of the series coming up with the San Diego Padres coming up. We haven't done off the poll in a minute. So off the poll, it's where we ask a poll question on Twitter. I'll pose it to you here on the podcast, and you'll have a chance all weekend to respond, and I'll talk about it on Monday's episode, what everyone had to say. But I've got a interesting poll question having to do with the second half of the season that we'll talk about coming up as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Oh, but you know, I got to tell you about my friends over at Bird Dogs. I'm heading to AC this weekend, Atlantic City, New Jersey, bachelor party. It's going to be hot out. You got to have the best pair of shorts available on the market, ready to go. And that's Bird Dogs. Hands down. I have never in my life worn a pair of shorts that quite feels or looks like the shorts that they make over there at Bird Dogs. They sent us a couple pairs and they became a sponsor. They also sent us this nice tumbler. I'll tell you how to get one of those a little bit later on in the read, but 
there's so many good things to say about bird dogs. First of all, I never have a chance to show what I look like in them on the podcast because I wear them the second they come out of the laundry. Like there's literally not a day where my bird dog shorts aren't dirty because I wear them immediately. I probably have like 30 pairs of shorts and bird dogs are always the first pair that I put on. And they sent us two pairs. The second pair I put on is also my pair of bird dog shorts. You can wear them to the golf course, to the beach, the pool. I mean, you could swim in them if you want to. You could wear them to the office for casual Friday. You could wear them out to dinner. They look good. Like they look like a nice quality short. But when you wear some of those like high end like fancy shorts, like, I don't know, board shorts or anything like that. They, they're not comfortable. They might look nice, but they're not comfortable. Normally, if you wear shorts that are comfortable, you look like you're an NBA player from the early 2000s with the big baggy shorts that don't like make your legs look good or anything. No, bird dogs, it does both. You look good. You feel good. They got the interior lining that makes everything, holds everything in place perfectly. Uh, they've got the anti-sweat uh, wicking that makes you or anti-stink wicking that makes you not smell when you're wearing them. Even if you wear them like <laughs> a full day through everything like I do, it's absolutely perfect. The amount of technology that went into creating these shorts could probably put a man on the moon. But instead, the folks over at Bird Dogs said, hey, we're going to make the greatest pair of shorts ever created. And they did that. So if you want a pair of Bird Dogs, and I know you do, go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB and you'll get the free Yeti style tumbler that I was telling you about. With your order, that's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or promo code locked on MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I absolutely promise you. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up with off the poll. Now, what off the poll is, it's a poll question I pose on Twitter. It goes out. I'll tweet it from at Connor Thomas 975, which you see over here in the bottom corner. If you're watching on YouTube, probably would have been easier to point with this hand. My screen's mirrored, so it's tripping me up a little bit, but uh, I'll pose the question. I'm not going to tell you what my answer to the question would be. I'm not going to bias you with any of my thoughts because I don't want to change people's opinion. I want to know the unbiased opinion of the fan base, and then I'll give you my thoughts on Monday's episode and react to it. But a very simple off the poll question for the second half of the season. Where do you think the Philadelphia Phillies end up when everything's all said and done at the end of the second half? We're going to go with four options. I don't think they're winning the National League East. I don't think that's realistic. I'm not even going to put that as an option. So the four options you're going to have, top wild card seed. Here's what we'll do. Top wild card seed or better. So we can rope in those folks who are insane and do think they're still going to win the division. Top wild card seed or better. Second wild card seed. Third wild card seed. Or miss the playoffs. Those are going to be your four options. I'll go ahead and I'll tweet that out. You'll have all weekend to respond to that on Twitter at ConnorThomas975. And you, I'll also retweet it from Lock on Phillies at LO underscore Phillies on Twitter. And you can go ahead and jump in on that on off the poll. Well, that's it for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. We're back to baseball. I know you all missed it. So it's good to be back with games to talk about. Got a weekend of fun stuff and got a bunch that I'm going to be able to react to on Monday, including that off the poll. So uh, we'll have that. But that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for checking us out. As you see in the graphic over here, check out Locked On MLB next. I can't point anywhere. My camera's all messed up. There, I got the finger right. That doesn't work for the people listening on podcast. Just go with it. I was pointing at the graphic in the bottom corner. But check out Locked on MLB next. Uh, I'm heading to AC. Going to watch some Phillies baseball, hopefully a good series. And I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.